Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Today, we get to meet top real estate agent Daniel Lorena with Arla Real Estate. It's so nice to see you, Daniel. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Haley. Yeah, absolutely. So just to kind of get things started, let's hear a little bit more about you. How long have you been in the real estate industry and how'd you become an agent? So I've been in the industry for a little over six years. Um, July will be my seventh. I was a banker for many, many years. And I got to a point where I was a manager and my best friend was the lender. So he pushed me to become a realtor because he knew I like managing, but I like to be in the front. So I like to talk to clients. I want to be able to help people out. So he uh, suggested to be a realtor. And my next door neighbor was actually starting a job with a company in the real estate world. So I said, hey, meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of influences there. What made yeah. you want to work with Arla? So I, I like the fact that it's a boutique company. I like the fact that Jason and Justin are always in the office. They're a phone call away. They, the support that they give me, it's a lot. So um, one of the things I, I personally think that it's hard for a lot of realtors is the marketing piece of it. So mm-hmm. when you have marketing in-house and you have someone to talk to live, I think that's a great thing to actually have. It gives us more time to spend with our clients and sell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And do you operate as a team or are you a solo agent? So I'm a team. I just became a team, the Jarena group. Um, it's only three of us. It's my brother and one other agent, Andrea. So it's just us three. Mm-hmm. And uh, what areas do you guys kind of focus on? So we focus, we're licensed in all three, right? Maryland, DC, and Virginia. Uh, I see myself more in Silver Spring because I live here and I've been here for many years. Andrea sees herself more in Virginia and DC. And my brother's, he's actually everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I love that kind of spread out everywhere. So you can kind of reach different uh, areas of people. Absolutely. Love that. Um, And so just for kind of a fun question, what would you say would be the craziest thing that you've seen in a home? Oh my gosh. So I've seen a couple of things, but the craziest thing is when I walked in, there was a group of homeless people washing their clothes in the basement. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, can we wrap this up a little bit? <laughs> uh, I looked at my client, looked back, and I said, mm, we probably should go. <laughs> yeah, at least they're taking care of their hygiene, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An empty house. So I wasn't expecting anybody. You know, I scheduled a show in and it says, confirmed. I was like, okay, it's vacant. I walked in there and I'm like, here, the washer machine. So I go quickly downstairs by myself and I'm like, mm, yeah, let's go. What do you do in that situation? Do you call the police? Do you just leave? Uh, you know why? I just tell, I just text the, uh, the agent. Hey, listen, you got people in the house. Yeah. It's but, their problem at that point. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting. They're, they're cleaning themselves. I prefer clean people. Yeah, <laughs> so. Exactly. I'm like, I mean, at least they're doing, not doing something bad. They're just they're, trying they to. They weren't doing anything bad. They were just literally washing clothes and they were just waiting, sitting down. So I'd, naked, maybe. I'd <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That would surprise <laughs> anybody, <God>. I think. <laughs> um, and if I'm buying a home, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to know from an agent's perspective? So when you're buying a home, one of the things I like to work different, right? 
a lot of people want you to get a pre-approval, which is, no, you want to get a pre-approval. It's not that I want you. But when you talk to your lender, you want to work a little backwards. A lot of people can qualify for a million dollars, right? But do you want a million dollar monthly payment? So the way I like to focus is I want you to work backwards and I want you to know what is your max that you're willing to spend a month. So if it's 2,500, you need to work with your $2,500 budget, but you need to also know what if you go over your budget by a little bit, how much is it going to be? So I feel the monthly payment part of it, it's very, very crucial. And I think it's something that buyers don't understand right away because they're so focused on how much they're qualified for. And there's a lot of lenders that that's all they're telling you, the qualification, but they're not really telling you what the monthly payment on a six hundred, $700,000. And when it gets there, you're like, mm, you know, that's more than what I want to pay for. So mm-hmm. working backwards and saying, hey, listen, I, you need to know how much you can qualify for, but you need to know how much you're willing to pay a month. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So just kind of outlining that ahead of time. So, you know, later down the road, you're not caught up in a monthly payment that you can't afford. Absolutely. So that's, that's one of the things. Another thing I really like buyers to know is location of where they can live. Mm -hmm. A house can be refinanced and lower your monthly payment, right? But a house cannot, cannot be moved from a city to another city. Mm -hmm. A house can be remodeled to your tasting. But once again, the neighborhood part of it can never change. It can change, but you can't just grab your house and go, hey, I want to live in Highland View, but I'm in PG County right now. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So yeah. Knowing the neighborhood or knowing where you actually want to be, it's very crucial as well. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine how different things would be if you could just like pick up a house and move it to oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that be your next door neighbor now? <laughs> That would be kind of fun. Um, and as a seller, what would you say would be the most important thing that I would need to prepare for? I think it's decluttering. That's the number one thing. Uh, I, you know, one of the things decluttering and depersonalizing a house, right? And when I say that is you want the buyer to come in and feel like they're going to be able to live here and they can picture themselves living in here instead of, you know, uh, looking at your pictures and who lives here or, you know, where did you, where did you go to school at? Like what you graduated with, they take the whole point of it. So, and then decluttering because you want to be able to have the buyers uh, kind of visualize their furniture being in here instead of having bulky furniture. And you're like, Oh, it's kind of small. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can kind of imagine, you know, walking into a home, seeing a home for the first time and seeing pictures of the person that lives there. And it's hard to envision like this being your future home if you can see it's occupied already. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and then talk to me a little bit about what the current market is like. How would I know when the best time to buy or sell would be? So right now it's a crazy market, as you already know. It's not an usual market, but um, it's a good market, I think. Uh, you know, that's a question a lot of people ask me, when is a good time to buy or sell, right? I think it's always going to be a good time to buy or sell. So when I say that is, during the wintertime, when you're selling a house and you make your house the best, the best one, you don't have a lot of competition. So you have a lot of buyers that are still looking for homes, right? So when doing the wintertime and you have a really nice house and you have an agent like me that I stage every single house I actually list, I help my clients, you know, do little touch-ups here and there. So when you have a great photographer, you don't have to compete with other listings. So you have buyers that are going to be focused on your home. 
during the springtime, you have more houses coming in the market because people are moving during the springtime, right? But you also have a lot of buyers as well, but not as you have more competition in the listing side. So it's, it's, there's different way, there's different times. I've, me personally, I have better years. My better times is during the winter time. My fourth quarters and my first quarters are my best quarters, mm-hmm. believe it or not. It's also because I do a lot of listings. I do buyers and listings, but a lot of my listings, when I freshen them up, make them look good, I stage them. I have a lot of people that come into it. So Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so with the crazy market right now, what are some things that you've been doing to kind of shift your business a little bit to keep up with it? What do you mean? Like, what are, are there any like specific tactics or anything that you've been doing, you know, in this past year that you maybe have never done before to kind of shift? To be- so when I first started real estate, one of the things I pushed myself to do is to do everything the opposite of what other agents do. And also do things that I felt it was great to keep on doing it with other, like the way other agents do it. So when I first started, I actually implemented me going into open houses and see how agents interact, calling other agents, going to home inspections. So um, I wanted to do the opposite and I wanted to know. So when you hire me, right, one of the things is I know a lot about the construction part of the whole home. So um I haven't changed much on my, I haven't changed my business. I just can keep on implementing it. I still want to stage every single house, even though houses are selling so quick, right? That's the, that's something that I offer and I'm always going to offer it at my own expense. So I pay for all that, right? So I want to keep on doing that because I want my clients to get the most money out of it because a little bit of paint will actually change, you know, will make a huge difference. Putting a little bit of lipstick makes a huge difference in a home because you're freshening it up. Have I changed this market? I'm still the same. I, I, yep. It's a little <laughs> more digital than you used to be, maybe. It's a lot more digital with me. I'm not a big fan of the 3D, I'll tell you that, right? Uh, a lot of people want to do the 3D tour. I think I want to get the buyers into the house because it's different than actually seeing it on a 3D page on a computer. Um, photography, I, I think photography is a key. Um, so one of the, th- you know what? I can probably say one of the things I did is when I list a house on the market, I try to do them on Thursday and I only put three pictures. Hmm. And the reason I put three pictures is because I want people to have those, that interest. I'm like, oh my God, they're like crazy. They, they want to see more pictures. So what I do is I put pictures before the open house, but the buyer is already thinking about going to the open house and I want the buyer to actually come. I love that. That's a strategy right there. Yeah. You know, you, you want to see more, come to the open house. Yep. You want to see more of the house. So I picked the three best pictures. Oh, one of the pictures is going to be the front of the house, right? Mm-hmm. But then number two and three is going to be the best picture so they can actually come in. I want the client to come in. Yeah, absolutely. I love that strategy. I think that's really smart too, because, you know, if I was a buyer and I saw these three pictures and it was amazing, I'd be like, what, what else? What's what else can I see, you know? And, and-, and I'm like, come on. It's like you're watching a show, right? And then the show's over, the season's over. You're like, what? <laughs> I need more. <laughs> I want more. Absolutely. So I personally do that on Saturdays. I put it before the open house, but people already schedule themselves to go to the open house. So 
mm-hmm. now they have pictures, but they're already on their way to the open house. So yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, and then with all these moving pieces to real estate, what would you say would be your favorite thing about the industry? And you don't have to pick just one thing. The one thing about my favorite thing about the industry. Yes. I have so much things about the industry. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> but I have so much. I just love what I do. And I I just love helping people. And that's the reason I left the banking world because I wasn't the managing part of it. And I was managing just staff, right? I was no longer involved in the customer anymore. So I like helping people and educating people because that's one of the things I feel everybody needs because they're, that's not their industry. So- mm-hmm educating people, helping people make their dreams come true, helping people make money. I love the aspect of the whole um, structure of the home, right? I love talking to buyers and sellers about the structure of the home and what needs to do. And just, you know, just helping them out on either getting the house ready um, and also seeing that's for the seller side, but for the buyer side, I love having them how can I say it? I like them. Uh, when a buyer comes in to a house, you only see what's pretty about the house, right? You see, oh my God, just updated kitchen, updated this, but they never see the structure of the house. Mm-hmm. So I like helping them on that. And I tell them that, I'm like, listen, you guys are going to come in. It's a completely remodeled home, but you're, you're in love with the house, but you don't know the mechanical of the house. You don't know the structure of the house. So I love helping them. It's just, I love the fact I learned a lot too. I, a lot of, I, I, I tried to be in every, every single inspection. Actually, I've never missed an inspection period. Um, I like to be in every single appraisal. I also like to know everything about their finance because I love the finance part of it. So, and I get so pissed off when I'm working with a bad agent. My lender always says to me, just calm down, calm down, buddy. <laughs> I was like, so it says, I love everything about yeah. my job. I love that. Fully being engulfed in everything, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And do you prefer working with buyers or sellers or do you have a preference? I don't have a preference. I love both. I love making dreams come true. I love making people make money. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and then let's talk about a really challenging time for you and how you overcame it. And this can be personally or professionally. I'll keep it professionally. Um, so when I first started real estate, right, it's the hardest time of the year. Like this year, beginning completely new career. Uh, I took off three months pretty much. And I, um, it was very, first month I was just studying, studying, studying. I passed my test right now, you know, get to it. Right. But what do I, what do I start? So I was scared. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was used to making an income every two weeks. I would have my paycheck. I was happy. So I started Ubering, you know, I Uber just to learn neighborhoods. I Uber at six o'clock in the morning, finish at nine, started again at four 30, finish at who knows my wife used to tell, talk, call me because I still like to talk to people. <laughs> so I can go on all day Ubering, but um, that was challenging for me because I wasn't making the same income. Um, I was studying every day. I was trying to do everything I could to actually get clients. And I did, I did four open houses a week and people say, how, how, how do you do that? I implemented Saturday and Sunday open houses and I came out with a happy hour open houses. We didn't really serve booze or anything, but it was just happy hour because it was after work. 
So I'll probably do one on a Tuesday or on a Friday uh, from who knows, from six to eight, from five to eight. I just, just to get people involved, but um, it was hard. It was six months without a sale. So it was very hard, especially when you're used to getting an income every two weeks. So, uh, but I never gave up, even though I wanted to, I never gave up, never did. And then I sold 35 houses my first year. Love that. You can't beat that, man. <laughs> Love it. So, so I said, ah, I guess I'll stay in the real estate world. <laughs> I guess it's for me. <laughs> I guess it's for me. It, it, it just happened. I just kept on going and all oh, my, everything paid off. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. paid off. So I was so happy. Like I said, I was working hard mm-hmm. getting up early. I was hitting the road, just Ubering, just to talk to people. I gave my business card, even though I'm sure it's not allowed, but I still did it. Um, but it also gave me an opportunity to learn the neighborhoods and neighborhoods that I'm not used to driving by because why drive by there? Yeah, absolutely. I love that hustle. And, you know, that is actually a really interesting part because, you know, Uber driver, taxi driver, whatever, Lyft driver, you know, they know neighborhoods better than probably anybody else. And so what better way to learn than to just drive them all day, every day? That's what I did. So I did in the morning, started at 6 a.m., finished at 9 because everybody was at work already. And then I went in there in the office. I study as much as I can. I know my contracts in and out. Like mm-hmm. I actually have them all in my head. Um, so I did that. I, I asked other agents if I can can I go to their inspections? Can I go to their appraisals? Can I do the comparables for their appraisals? So I did a lot of that. So I just, whatever I can get my hands on, I started doing it just to learn. So instead of reading a book about it, I just actually did it. So, and everybody was happy. I'm like, yeah, 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 go ahead. You're a newbie. Go ahead, go ahead. I never said no to anybody. And I still don't say no to everybody because I think everyone is an opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and kind of switching gears here, let's talk about uh, a biggest life achievement, something that you're really proud of or passionate about. I'm, I'm proud of my son. <laughs> I'm a new dad. So he's about to be three years old. So it's just changed my world. Yeah. So, you know, I'm so proud of being a father and, you know, and yeah, just just thinking about him gives me teary eyes. Right? <laughs> like I, I just, I'm such a family man. I love my wife. I love my son. It's like, it's, you know, that's one of the things that I I'm so proud of. Yeah, absolutely. And of course you work for them. So it only um, makes, yeah, sense. I literally work for them. And if you, you know, if you go into the professional in the professional side of it, uh, you know, I really work my behind off to be successful. Right. Work. So little things like, the Washingtonian, yay, you know, little things like that really excite me and I want to achieve it. Mm-hmm. So I want to be part of that group. I want to be part. So that's my goal every year. I want to, you know, little tap on the back always makes you feel good and also pushes you to be more successful. So always, you know, achieving to that's that achievement to actually be in the Washingtonian magazine or be in the best of Bethesda magazine, or, you know, just the quarterly that Arla does Mm -hmm. uh, also be in it at all times. It's just, that's makes me really proud. And I've been able to do that ever since I've started real estate. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to kind of strive for something like that to keep you motivated as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then what are some hobbies and fun facts? 
love to travel. I'm sure a lot of people does. Um, even though when I travel, I still work. <laughs> so can I say, you know, putting my computer down for 24 hours is a it's, it's <laughs> uh, spending time with my family is number one thing for me. I think family is number one. Um, spending as much family as time as possible. Um, before my son, I used to work a lot. I still work a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I always try to, uh, to be here uh, for dinner. So eating dinner together as a family is a huge thing for me. But vacation, it's a huge, huge thing. Um, you know, this pandemic is killing me. I'm sure it's killing a lot of people, but it's just, I talk to my wife, like, when can we leave? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are planning their next vacations right uh, now. And they're hoping that they can get to it. Haley, tell me about it. Uh, yesterday, no, this weekend, my wife and I were looking for our homes to go to the beach and they're all taken. Like, yep. <laughs> everything you- everything's booked right now people can charge oh, yeah. whatever they want and they're gonna get it uh-huh if it's driving distance good luck you know it, it's oh uh, yeah so i'm i'm very very <laughs> very sad that that's happening so we have to sit down and just see other places that we can drive to uh-huh so yeah think, you know, that get away time with family and friends it's it's very crucial yeah it's to yourself Definitely crucial right now too. You know, you've been so separated from some friends and some family and now that things are, I shouldn't say things are getting back to normal, but you know, I think things are definitely getting a little bit easier for some people to take those vacations. And so I think that that's also why, you know, everything is booked because I've also, I just want to go to Ocean City, you know, and I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I never said I wanted to go to Ocean City before this pandemic, but now I want to go. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Wherever, just you know, just get me out for yeah. a couple of days. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, I hope you find that that house soon where you can just go and no, take a relaxing. Trust me, I don't care if I go to West Virginia and the mountains and you spend some alone. You know, just family yeah. time. Family time. I'm just happy about that. Just being yeah. able to get away. I feel like getting away from even if you go to DC and you stay in a hotel. I think that's a getaway. Yeah, staycation. <laughs> staycation, yeah, it's a getaway. You're not at home. It's a getaway. You go. Yeah, fun. yeah, love that. Um, and then, are you currently reading any books or listening to any podcasts? I know you you mentioned early on that you like to gain your knowledge from being, you know, kind of in the business. But do you read any books or listen to podcasts? Uh, I don't. I don't. That's okay. It's I not for everybody. I don't listen. Um, no, I don't read. I'm always in and out of my houses so i'm always doing something um if it's an investors i'm always at their house learning mm-hmm. my contractors always make fun of me because i'm like you have nothing to do i was like i, I am doing something <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. i'm always at my jobs right just learning i just want to learn uh-huh how, how are you doing this the whole how, you know i just want to learn the bathrooms on like remodeling a bathroom and just the handyman part of it that a lot of realtors don't understand. Yeah. So you kind of like to learn being in the field rather than sitting down and watching a Zoom class or. I've always, I've always lot. That's, that's been me. I'm a visual guy. So I have to learn by seeing other people doing it. Right. And then keep on learning it. But yes, I'm very visual. Yep. Absolutely. Love that. Um, and then where do you see yourself in the next five years? What are some long-term goals for you? 
Next, I'm still going to be working. That's so close. Five years from now. <laughs> I know. It's like an arm's reach away. <laughs> so, so like after you reach 25, yes, time goes so quick. And when you reach 30, it's over. <laughs> Not over. I, I don't mean it that way, but I feel like, you know, time just go fast. So, um, you know, just still going to be here, going to my kids' soccer games or any sports. Yeah, so. love that kind of staying where you are now, but also growing as it comes. Growing and growing. Yep. Love that. Um, and then let's say I'm your next perspective client. Why should I call you? Uh, so if you're a seller, right? Sure. Yep. So I'm a little different. I'm not an agent that actually just go ahead and take pictures with my phone and just put a for sale sign outside. I'm a whole package where I do photography, the photography, the professional photographer, I stage, which I pay for that. I do cleaning. So I have my classes, all houses professionally clean, which I also include that in my fee, right? So you're going to get an agent that's going to work really hard for their commission. It's just not going to have an agent that's going to post it on their, own, in their internet, put a post outside and just wait for somebody to come. I'm going to go out there and try to look for the best buyer for the best buck. On the buyer side, if you are working with me, you're working with someone that's knowledgeable about the inside and the outside of the houses and as well as the neighborhoods and finance part of it. So once again, I'm in the whole package. You're coming in as a buyer. You're loving the house because it's beautiful. But do you know the age of the, the, age of the HV, HVAC or the water heater, right? Or the... Um, um, the electrical panel or the foundation. So I'm over here downstairs doing a pre-inspection for you where it's funny because a lot of my buyers, I will talk to them when we show the house and when we win the house, we do a home inspection. And then I, the home inspector and the buyer looks at me, it's like, you kind of mentioned 90% of everything already. <laughs> you know, uh, so I said, yes. Yes. Yeah, so the buyer side, I'm a whole package. I'm just not that I'm not, I'm not on the buyer side. I'm not an agent that just opens up the door and just lets you walk around the house. I'm an agent that's going to, yes, I'm going to open the door. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to talk to you about the house. We're going to talk about the, the mechanical, the structural and all that. And also uh, because I know so much about construction part of it, I can talk a little bit about the, uh, on how, how I can give you a range on how much it can cost on like remodeling a bathroom of, you know, a kitchen. A lot of people think it's going to cost you $20,000 to remodel a bathroom. No, it doesn't, you know? <laughs> so I also have a lot of people in, in my, in my book of business where licensed contractors, licensed electrician, plumbers, you name it. I have them. Love I have that. somebody will paint your tub, paint your tiles, <laughs> little things here, handyman, you know, and, and that's for both sides, the seller side and the buyer side. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love those connections too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then tell everybody how they can reach you. What's a good phone number, email, social media handles, things like that. So my phone number is 240-876-4670. My email is D-L-L-E-R-E-N-A. My Instagram is D-A-N underscore L-L-E-R-E-N-A. And then my Facebook, it's uh, Daniel Jerena, which is D-A-N-I-E-L, L-L-E-R-E-N-A, Realtor. Love so I can it. reach 24-7, 365, 
might not answer 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Take that away. <laughs> you have a kid. Hey. <laughs> so yes, I'm, I'm very, very, um, I like to reach my clients right away and keep them posted and talk to them right away. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Daniel. Thank you so much for, you know, taking the time to record with me today. And I hope that everybody listening can uh, find something valuable from this. No. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Haley. I look forward to uh, working with you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.